Welcome to the Tribe of Testimonies. Here you will find conversations with faithful Native American members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, sharing their stories and their love of the Savior. My name's Andrea Hales. I'm Navajo, and I'm glad that you've decided to come and join us today. I didn't post a regular episode, even though I have a an interview already ready to go. I didn't post my regular episode this week because my brother decided with Heavenly Father that it was time for him to return home. Monday night, we had a family prayer, a group family prayer, in which we started a formal fast for one last rally. Rally, rally, rally. And we met on Zoom. There were 50 adults and at least 10 children And we got to talk to Jerem and tell him how much we love him. And we got to tell him how much we need him. But it was not our decision to make. We got to... We gotta show Jerem how valuable he is. Well, Tuesday morning, I got a phone call from Shirley, my sister in law, and she said that Jerem was ready to go. And she said that I was invited. To come and say goodbye to him in person. And. And also. My other siblings. And of course my parents. I was the first one to arrive. I was literally five minutes away when she called me. I was on my way to do something else. So I changed course. And I got to sit with Jerem. And I watched as our brother and most of his children... And my parents and my sister all arrived and were able to say their goodbyes. In the end, it was just Shirley 
and my mom and dad. The two who brought him into this world. And the one who was his world. Be with him as he left. He was, let me tell you about my brother. I know this is way off, off, um, regular Tribe of Testimonies podcast, but this is my podcast, so I get to share with you. (laughs) Um, Jerem was my oldest brother. He was my mom and dad had four of us in four years and two days. Jerem was um, the oldest, and he's the only child that mom and dad knew, even before he came, that he was a boy and that they had a name for him. They were reading the scriptures together, and they came to the book of Jerem, and they knew that was his name. Jerem was strong. And he was so smart. Mom said that even when he was little, he, his little body was shaped like a V because he had broad shoulders and narrow hips. And he was so strong. Um, (laughs) on Tuesday night after we came home from the hospital and had some dinner. Thank you to friends who brought brought us food this week. After we came home and had some dinner, we were just sitting and talking and one of Jerem's best friends messaged me on Facebook and said, I'm so sorry. I'm so sad and I'm so sorry. And I said, hey, what are you doing right now? I said, if you want to come, it's just my mom and dad and my sister, and me, and my brother, or my husband. It's just, it's just us right here, right now. You want to come and visit with us? I know my mom and dad will love that. And he's like, really? I said, yeah. He's like, I'm 25 minutes away. I'll be there right as soon as I can. He's like, I'm leaving now. So Billy came, and I'm like, oh, I should totally have. Quinn and Jeremy come too so I reached out to them so like I said my mom had four of us in four years my brother Jerem and my brother Anthony had these three friends that so there were five of them and they did everything together if they weren't at our house they were at one of their houses or else out doing something together and um Quinn and Jeremy were able to come so Billy, Quinn and Jeremy just sat here in my home and visited with my mom and dad and me about Jerem and we called in Anthony Anthony lives about four hours away so we had him on the phone and we 
laughed and we we cried a couple times, but mostly we laughed. And it was balm for my parents and it was balm for my soul. And it was a joy to have them here. <laughs> I didn't know they called him Tiny. They called Jerem Tiny because he was so big. He he was so big and buff and they told about one time they were out jumping their car on this dirt track. <laughs> they got high centered and they're like, and then Jerome turned around, put his back against the back of the car, bent down, squat down and just lifted it off the, <laughs> off this mound. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> They told other other things too. Jerem was so funny. He um he was cracking jokes on his way out. In fact, the chaplain at the hospital said, I've never heard anybody laughing about making jokes about things at this point. And that was balm for my soul too. When I was in high school, Jerem made a stupid decision. And I was so mad at him. I was so mad at him. And then I watched my mom and dad just love him. And then I was a little bit mad at them, but I was like, they're right. I shouldn't be mad at him. I don't care about him. That's what I decided. I decided I didn't care about Jerem. I didn't care if he lived or died or stayed or went. I didn't care. I was done being mad at him. I just didn't care about him anymore. And I was down visiting my grandma one day. and She asked how I was doing and asked how I was handling Jerem. And I told her that. I'm like, I don't care anymore. I don't care if he lives or dies or goes away or I don't care. And she looked at me and she said, Andrea, you need to change your behavior. You need to change your attitude or you're going to go to hell. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my word. My grandma just told me I was going to hell. Anyway, then I got mad at grandma. But as I as I pondered over what she had told me, I realized she was right. Because hell is a stopping. It's damnation. If you think of a dam in that holds up water at a reservoir, it's stopping things from progressing, from going where, where they're supposed to go. And that is. And I was I was stopping my progression I was not allowing the Lord to work with me and me to grow and I I repented that's the first time in my life that I ever felt or witnessed that I had acknowledged 
true charity. And my life changed at that point. And I was not mad at Jerem. And I loved Jerem more than I ever had before. And I thank Jerem for that. He, my dad had hurt his leg pretty bad around the same time. And it was right around junior prom. And in the town, the county that I grew up in, we actually had a junior prom promenade. And following that, and that is where all the juniors learn a dance together, like a a choreographed dance. And then following that promenade, uh, each of the junior high or junior high schoolers were invited to have a parent come dance with them. Well, my dad could not dance with me, and Jerem did. Jerem was my he was my dance partner. Jerem was, I told you, he was just so smart. He was gifted with drawing. And um, he learned computer-aided drafting in junior high and high school. And he was far beyond anything the classes were teaching. He learned other programs too, just beyond CAD. And he was headhunted a few times because he was so good at it. He got to work on quite a few temples in his various jobs and help with design and everything. And he loved that. He loved working on the temples. He recently started working with leather and he has he loved to make gun holsters for special orders he made himself one or something and somebody was like hey I want you to make one so he started making them for people he loved hockey which is so weird because we didn't grow up around hockey He was a diehard Grizzlies fan here in Utah. He loved hockey and he got his two youngest boys into hockey. <laughs> it's so weird because there was no hockey where we grew up. Uh, there was one time when we were um, teenagers. Well, not one time, but this particular time. My brother, Jerem, worked at my aunt and uncle's farm. He stayed over there with them a lot. So not just my family has lost a brother, but my cousin, cousin brothers and sisters have lost their brother too. Anyway, there was this one time that it rained so hard, it flooded the farm. It was magnificent rain. And I don't, 
I don't remember why he did this or I think it was Auntie A's video camera. He took that camera down onto the farm, walking around in his water boots. Look at all the water. I don't remember all the things, but he was so funny. And we watched that and laughed at him because, yeah, there's so much water. (laughs) He just was cracking jokes. Look at all the water. He was so funny. Oh, he loved his children. He had six. Shirley came into the marriage with three. Jerem came into the marriage with one. And they had two more together. And honestly, of all my siblings, he is the one that surprised me the most that he would have six kids. And he was happy to have them. And I, if I remember right, they even talked about having more because he wanted another girl. He only had one in the six. And he just, I can't. He was a good dad. And Shirley was his world. Anyway, I've talked enough. I do want you to know that I have a testimony of the plan of happiness. I also have a testimony that even if prayers aren't answered the way we want them to be answered, Heavenly Father hears our prayers. I have never doubted that and you will hear me say that again and again because it is true. I have a testimony That we have a savior who loves us as individuals. And a heavenly father who gave us his beloved son because heavenly father loves us. And I also have a testimony we have a heavenly mother. I hope I didn't ruin your day. I hope I actually made you smile a little bit because Jerem was a beautiful soul and I get to be with him again someday. I know that. I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.